I am the program director for our Greenwich House's Methadone Maintenance Treatment Program. We serve 975 individuals coming in for medication-assisted treatment. What is methadone? Methadone is a medication that is used to help treat a person suffering with an opioid addiction. And what it does is it helps to stop and reduce the drug cravings and withdrawal symptoms. Is it a daily kind of thing? Yes. The medication is taken daily. We have patients who come in anywhere from one time a month all the way up to six times a week, depending upon where they are currently in their recovery. I guess the length of time it lasts, the treatment lasts, depends on the individual. Yes. I mean, our goal is, we're called opioid treatment programs now, is a term Mm. used to be methadone maintenance. And the idea is is that a patient or someone coming into treatment could be on this medication lifelong. And Mm. that's the lens we look at it through. But we, of course, work with our patients if they only would like to be on it short term, to be on short term. But it's proven most effective when used over the course of lifetime. You sound great. And let's get to it, as they say. We're talking this morning with Caitlin Romano, Program Director of the Methadone maintenance treatment program at Greenwich House. And thank you, first of all, for doing this interview. It's so good of you to fit us into your schedule. No, thank you for having us, for having me. We're very excited to be here. First question is, why has the pandemic seemed to worsen the overdose statistics? That's a, you know, that's a great question. I think before the pandemic, things were sort of starting to to ramp up, I'll say. And then during the course of the pandemic, you have people living in isolation, um, taken out of their daily routines, experiencing trauma with deaths of loved ones. And all of those things can lead to using substances um, and opiates were readily available. It seems also that getting help now is made more difficult because programs are absolutely packed all over the place. Yes and no. So I would okay. say our, I, I think there are a lot more treatment options now. And, you know, we're constantly working with the state OASIS, which is our, the part of the government that oversees us to increase access to treatment. And part of our goal is to lower the barriers to care because mm. somebody can just walk in and receive treatment the same day. You launched the Methadone Maintenance Treatment Program 50 years ago. And how has it evolved over, over the years and how many people do you treat today? So we currently treat 975 patients. We've moved a few times <laughs> over, over yeah. the course. And, you know, sometimes that can be a little bit difficult for a program. But Greenwich House has been really committed to the community over the course of that time. And, you know, we're committed to evolving with the field of addiction. And, you know, we try and remain patient-centered, patient-focused, get the patients what they need during that time. Let's talk about recovery. There are many myths surrounding recovery. What would you say that people don't understand about recovery or or believe about recovery that isn't so? A lot of people view recovery, excuse me, relapse, that relapse means Mm. failure. And that's not necessarily the case. There are many different pathways to recovery and recovery is defined by an individual. So relapse sometimes is part of recovery. And, you know, we work within that framework um, when, when treating a person. So I think that's one one myth. And the second myth that I think goes along with it is often that addiction is a choice, that someone could just choose to stop. And at the point where somebody has become addicted, their the chemistry in their body has changed. So it's often difficult to just stop. 
and treatments and medications that have been developed to assist with that can be really helpful to a person in recovery. Has the definition changed? Well, let's let's go over your definition of addiction. So, I mean, addiction, the way we define addiction is it's a treatable chronic medical disease. Okay. And people with an addiction use substances or become compulsive, mm-hmm. right? And often continue even though there's harmful consequences in their lives. Treatment approaches for addiction are successful. It's just that getting people into the treatment is where we need to focus. How do you get people into treatment and how does your program, I guess you call it MMTP, how does that work? So we do outreach in the community. We have certified peer recovery advocates who will go out and speak with individuals and encourage them to come in. We also have um, a director in our clinic who works on communications and fostering relationships with agencies. We, of course, do social media, you know, to kind of get the word out there, you know, that we're here. And we have our other connections within the community. What is harm reduction? So harm reduction is, is essentially it's medical care. And what it really is, is giving people the tools to keep them safe, healthy and alive while they're using and it plays an important role at decreasing overdose, right? So that's the goal with harm reduction. And some examples of that include the Narcan kit. I'm sure you're familiar with Narcan to reverse the overdoses, fentanyl mm-hmm. yes. test strips, which detects excusing fentanyl in, in drugs and providing access to syringes condoms, wound care kits, all of those considered harm reduction. You mentioned fentanyl. It's increasingly become a crisis. Do you like the use of fentanyl testing kits? And if you could talk about the controversy over them. Sure. So fentanyl is a synthetic opiate, right? And so there's really, I'll say two types, right? There's a type that's pharmaceutically made, uh, fentanyl uh, fentanyl patches, for example, using pain management. And then there's illicitly manufactured fentanyl, which has become really cheap and easy to use and has really gotten throughout the drug supply, especially throughout the United States, but especially in New York at this point. And not just with something like an opioid, also in pressing pills or, you know, cocaine. Mm -hmm. So what the fentanyl test strip does is it allows the individual to test their drugs prior to use. And it allows them then to make a decision. For example, maybe they will choose not to use, or maybe they will say, you know, I'm by myself. I know the risks of potentially overdosing. I don't want to overdose. I'm going to call a friend. I'm going to call. There's a hotline in New York State called Never Use Alone that someone individual can call with so they can be safe while they're using. So it allows them to make a choice circling back to harm reduction, you know, that would reduce their harm and, and prevent their death. Are fentanyl testing kits easily available and where would they, would someone get one? So someone can get a fentanyl test strip at um, the syringe exchange programs across the city. Any harm reduction center would be able to provide them and they provide them for, for free at no cost. And walking into them is you can be completely anonymous going in. Oh, okay. Overdose awareness days are coming up in New York City. Talk about how that came about. So I know that Overdose Awareness Day launches really right into Recovery Month in the month of September. Mm-hmm. And it's an awareness, um, you know, celebrate the life of loved ones who's passed or if you have overdosed yourself and survived where you are in your point in recovery. And then which launches into National Recovery Month, which is a month that we focus on recovery treatment options in all different aspects. And it, it's because it's not just treatment organizations now. I'm finding out, you know, the New York Fashion Week is going to be, there's an organization that's working with addiction within the mm. fashion community. There are a lot of organizations out there trying to provide support to the community and to the people who are living actively in recovery. Caitlin, how long have you personally 
personally been involved in in this work and does it ever get to you? So I've been working in this field for 15 years and I don't feel that it's ever, I mean, I feel like, yes, there are ways we can lower barriers to treatment, but there's nothing really more rewarding, I guess I'll say, than helping someone who's asking for help and watching them progress again to whatever that means for them, even if that just means they're making it here every day and to see them four or five, six months later in a better spot than when they came in. That's just what keeps me going. And you do a great job. Where can people learn more about not only Greenwich House, but about the methadone program? So we have our website up on GreenwichHouse.org under our health services division menu. You'll be able to find all the services that we provide for health services. And on that website will also be linked to other resources for recovery. Well, you've been great. Anything that I didn't ask you about that uh, you've been thinking about that you want to add? No, I think that we touched on everything. Oh, you know what? I didn't ask you uh, where you're located physically. We are located at um, 190 Mercer Street down in the Lower East Side um, between Bleecker and West Houston. 